You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. In just a few short weeks, the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon will be here. We couldn't do it without a lot of help and a lot of our enthusiastic friends we call the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon Ambassadors. Becca Eljundi is one of them, though you may know her as Body by Becca. She's more than 13 years of running, coaching, and personal training experience to give you the boost you need for your fitness or racing goals. She joins us for some Running Around Charlotte podcast. Welcome, Becca. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. So, uh, are you are you ready for the marathon? I am. I will be running the Charlotte Half this year, and I'm super excited. Exciting. Yeah. Great. Now, are you in a uh, pace group, or are you uh, just running for your own uh, personal goals? You know, I'm running it for fun. Um, awesome. I don't have a set goal in mind. Uh, last year I went out, um, or I guess the last time I ran it, I went out with, uh, which was two years ago, I guess, uh, in person, I was kind of sick when I was there on race day and this was pre COVID. Mm -hmm. So, you know, <laughs> um, and I just didn't have a goal in mind and I went out and ran it and I, I felt pretty strong. So, yeah. So our exhaustive research indicates that you were a college cheerleader and that you majored in psychology. How did you transform that into a career in fitness and what precipitated that? Yeah. So, um, wow, that's a good question. And it, it has a long story, but I'll try and make it short. Um, I, if it's I, a good I, story, I, you can go along. Yeah. If it's a bad story, <laughs> keep it tight. But yeah. that's like, I actually played sports my whole life. I played soccer um, and cheered uh, mm -hmm. and then cheered a little bit in college. And then um, when I graduated, I kind of fell into, I was a bartender. I fell into some unhealthy habits and, you know, gained a little bit of weight after college and joined mm -hmm. a gym and befriended a trainer and thought that what he did was such an amazing job. You get to work with people who are happy to be there all day and you get to help change people's lives. And um, wow. so that's really where I started developing my passion for personal training and group fitness and uh, went back to get some, some more education and exercise physiology um, at uh, what was it, Columbus Community College when I lived in Ohio. And so I think, I think my psychology degree kind of goes hand in hand with, with sure. encouraging and motivating people. And then uh, you have no idea how much personal training can from, sometimes end up as therapy session. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll bet. I'll bet. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's yeah. much of a psychological challenge as it is a physical challenge, right? For people who, um, you know, find solace in bad eating habits or, um, just not, mm -hmm. not being motivated to get out and stuff like that, that, you know, kind of that baggage they have to kind of shed themselves of. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about my, like, you talking about my bag of Fritos, man? Come on, <laughs> give me a break. 
So, and I love where the fitness industry is going in general. It's no longer about a way, uh, working out to look a certain way. It's about working out for mental health, for just feeling good, for community. Um, it's not about the physical aspect anymore. It shouldn't be. Um, but that's kind of where our, where the fitness industry is going. And I, and I love that. So. So where did the where did the running for you begin? Was were you a high school runner, start in college, just kind of a recreational thing? Actually, no, I didn't start running until uh, I dabbled with indoor track in high school. I was not great. Um, I had asthma growing up. I lived most of the old home, uh, was allergic to cats. I had all sorts of allergies, and uh, when I moved away to college, the asthma kind of went away and. Um, I, I started working um, with a friend after college, and she told me she was training for a 10K. I had no idea how far that was, and um, I told her I wanted to run it with her. So she, she was so patient. She started training with me, and, um, yeah, I, I have no idea how fast or slow or how many times I stopped to walk, but I just remember after my, that first run with her, I felt so you so you ran a 10k and uh, it was a walk run for you, but that's okay. Kind of there the, the, there's an old saying by uh, John uh, the Penguin Bingham. He says the miracle is not that I finished, it's that I started. Something to that effect. Yeah. And, yeah. and just the the idea that it it's not how fast you go out and run that first race, whether it's a 5k or a 10k. Um, it's the fact that you start it and and. Uh, and you accomplish it, whether you, you know, you finish, whether you walk, run, doesn't matter what time, um, but that you accomplish that. And I I think there's a lot to be said for that. And so many Mm -hmm. times, you know, we put this pressure on ourselves to do it within a certain amount of time. And I, I, I think that that's unnecessary in many cases. Now, if you've run four of them and you've run a little over four hours for four of them. And you say, I want to set a goal to run under four hours. That might be a healthy goal. And with some help along the way, you might be able to accomplish that. But just to go out and say, my first one, I want to run under four hours. Well, you have no benchmark for that. You have no idea what it's like uh, for your first marathon or for your first 10K, whatever applies. But, um, you know, just I would would encourage people, and maybe you would too, you can speak to this just – Go out and do it and, and just have fun and quit worrying about how fast or how hard. Just go have fun and do it and, and accomplish it. And then let's set some goals. Yeah, I, I have clients ask me all the time, is it okay if I walk? And I'm like, well, of course, you're still sure. running in between the walking, you know, yes. and, 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 in the, <laughs> and in the summertime, um, I walk a lot. I take a lot of walk breaks. I'd rather not feel awful after a super hot humid run if i need to take a break i'm going to take a break you know 100 percent okay i seem to do a lot there of that this summer it was so humid and i'm just like i'm gonna walk for a little bit <laughs> yeah but you know when when people first get started i i call them run breaks i say just go for a walk and take a few run breaks and think about it that way right you know take the pressure off go for a walk and yeah. then every couple of minutes run for a minute and then walk for two minutes, and then run for a minute, and that's a great way to get started um, without putting so much pressure on one's uh, self. What, what do you like best about being a coach? A run coach or a fitness coach? Either one. <laughs> um, I think what I like is 
is being able to get people to see what they don't necessarily see in themselves um, and just kind of have that breakthrough and um, experience success with their training, with, whether it's at a, at a race or um, training in the gym. Um, for them, you know, they're coming, they're coming every day and, and the, the re- I guess when they're seeing results, it's, it's slow. But when you see over six months time, the amount of strength that people gain or fitness that people gain through running, um, it's, it's really amazing to see how people can progress. And, and the, the human body is just amazing and how you can just adapt to the, the stress that we put it under. So, yeah. Well, and to parlay that, uh, that statement about the stress we put ourselves under, um, there's lots that's been said about, you know, turning something you're excited or passionate about into a job or a career. Have you lost any passion for it since you've turned fitness and all that into a a, a job (laughs) or are you still every morning? Yeah, I love what I do. I can't wait to do it to somebody else. Not to somebody else. So much as for somebody else. (laughs) I'd say as I get older, um, I definitely I focus less on my on my success in running um, than I do with my clients, and I I really get excited about seeing seeing them perform well and train well. Um, and and I guess as far as my passion for marathoning, I think it you know it ebbs and flows with, with running sure. in general. Um, you you get times where you're super motivated and excited, and times where you're just like I don't want to see another marathon for a year. So yeah, I think. I think, um, you know, that happens for me from time to time, um, but I never get sick of, of training other people. So, so yeah. for, for someone who might be awesome. listening to our podcast and, and they're saying, you know, this body by Becca girl sounds kind of interesting and I haven't run a race and maybe I think I can get along with her. Um, how would somebody connect with you and what would you, you know, what would you do to encourage them to say, Hey, it's not too late to jump in and run the, maybe it's the 5k this year, but somebody who's just kind of sitting out on the periphery and, and, and they're, they're not in, uh, you know, kind of this group. Um, what would you say to them and how would you, what's your uh, recruiting pitch? (laughs) if you will. My recruiting pitch. Um, I, I'm not, I would say I'm not, I, I have people approach me. I don't uh, specifically reach out to people if they want to train with me. I think, I think the biggest step is, is, is coming to a coach and asking. That's the first step is, um, you know, saying that I want, I need help um, and I want to coach and, you know, I myself use a coach as well. So, um, it just shows a certain level of, of motivation, which is needed, especially in this world of virtual training where, um, you know, sometimes I don't even, I have a, a client who lives in Boston and, you know, I don't see them their entire training. So it takes a certain level of, of self-accountability there. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, when they reach out to me, I, I go over, I basically go over uh Clearly, they have they understand the importance of a coach, so I don't really need to sell sell what it is that I'm selling, I guess. 
um, but I can just tell them what that what I do have to offer. And one thing that differentiates me is that I'm a certified personal trainer as well. And on top of that, I have trained um, to run. Uh, I started training four weeks postpartum to run a, a marathon six months postpartum. So I also have that niche where I can help someone who is either pregnant or postpartum. Um, and then I also develop functional strength workouts for runners, um, which, you know, I've been, I've been in personal training for 15 years. So, so I think those are, those are big things that, uh, I'm a huge advocate for. Um, and I think that can kind of help it with a certain, uh, I guess, group of people, um, especially women. That's great. good for you. Do you have any men, male clients, men clients? Uh, I have. I don't currently, but I have had male clients. Yeah. In the past. They're, I've they're... coached for, I've coached for um, team and training for, I was the head coach in Miami. Gotcha. And I've coached mm -hmm. for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation Team Challenge, both for, for marathons. Good for you. Good for you. And and how do, do you have handles, uh, ways people can get in touch with you? Yeah, so I've since changed the name uh, to, to kind of more match my niche, which is Run Coach Becca. Um, mm -hmm. So that's my website, runcoachbecca.com, and Run Coach Becca is my Instagram handle. I like Run Coach Becca more. Uh, it, it sounds more inclusive and less intimidating. So I, I like that. <laughs> right? Yeah, Body by Becca is, well, I used that a few years ago. So I haven't. I don't um, use that that name anymore, but that was before I started run coaching seriously. So yeah, that was more personal training. So now it's Run Coach Becca. Yes. All right. So we can we can swap that out, can't we, Yash? Yeah. Yep. Good. Yeah. We'll we'll dub out the uh, baby <laughs> body by Becca. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're going to have a great outtakes reel, though, Becca. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. literally, we'll have to fan gate it, and then we'll charge five bucks a head to get in and listen to this hot mess. But <laughs> Anything else for the good of the whole? That's right. It'll be a fundraiser, <laughs> and we'll send the money to someplace great. Uh, so yeah, people will definitely want to be part of that. But that's great stuff, great stuff. Well, we look forward to seeing you at the start line at the Novon Health Charlotte half marathon this year very excited i'm sure there'll be plenty of people there uh that will be wanting to run with you and i'm sure you're bringing some of your own uh your own folks along with you so we look forward to seeing you there and thank you again for being an ambassador for nova health charlotte marathon again this year it's yeah. always a treat to talk to you and i hope that your business continues to go well and that you continue to uh, have success uh your own training so good for you run thank coach you. becca thanks good stuff <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Good Thank stuff. you. All right. Thank you. Have a great one. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is available at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week, anywhere you listen to podcasts.